0: You're listening to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. Welcome to the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. This is Charles Lauchs. I'm your host. And we are here today live from my studio, uh, recovering from Midwest. It was some tiring event, but uh, a lot of fun and uh, a lot of just amazing things that happened there just so great to be back with everybody um, and the concerts were uh, just so inspiring to uh, be able to listen and um, see all the amazing work that some of the teachers are doing out there uh, with their groups so we uh, have a, a new guest this is our, our 33rd episode, 33rd episode of the Orchestra Teacher Podcast. And we were here with Jesse, uh, Ahuama Jonas. That's it. Yes. All right. I've been practicing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesse is a teacher here with me in Fulton County in the Fulton County schools here outside of Atlanta. And, uh, she is in her 15th year, uh, and just took a new position this year, really close to me, actually yes. just down the road at Centennial High School. Uh, wonderful school. And, uh, you've done some, just amazing things jesse i know in your career and teacher of the year and et cetera et cetera right (laughs) um and so i we're we're gonna learn all about you um and we're really excited uh for that today but welcome to the orchestra teacher podcast Uh,
1: it's been it's, it's such an honor i mean like i was telling you earlier there's just so many people you've had on the podcast and for you to ask me is like Really, the, the old me.
0: <laughs> well, you know, we uh, we have been teaching in the same district for a while, and have yes. known each other for a little while. But mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, I feel like we haven't had a, a ton of time to like talk. And then we were at Honor Orchestra last month, or last month, I guess now, and it was just, just like clicked. it was just awesome. Yeah, so right, we're just uh, it just worked, and I was like. have so many interesting things to talk about. (laughs) We got to get you on the podcast. So I'm so glad you're here. Uh, We are face-to-face, which is even better. It's it's the best way to do a podcast, honestly. Um, And the last couple I had at Midwest for that same way, and it was just you could have a better conversation.
1: I know, I'm so upset that I missed it. Like I really wanted to. Go- I had I had to play this weekend. So oh wow. Okay. Where did you like, play? Uh, just just had church. You know, oh okay. Just nothing. mean yeah. yeah. It's something, but it's it was nice to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And, um. But just seeing everybody talk about Midwest and how the performances were and everything. Yeah. I'm Just like I wanted
0: to be up there, but it's it's hard. It's kind of at a it's kind of at a difficult time of the year for a lot of people. You know, some yes. people have finals. Um, and whatnot. We were lucky this year. We didn't have finals. The district just, you know, cut right. them out, as you know. And uh, it was just three days of only the kids who were failing needed to come in. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I made made it happen where we, we got everybody <laughs> caught up in time, you know. And uh, for the most part, my kids have been pretty good about turning stuff in. I had a couple of freshmen who were just kind of like trying to find their way. But
1: see, that <laughs> I believe last year really, took a turn for everything like it just gave false false um hope and experiences for for students and so this year when they were like oh i had to turn things in oh i gotta play
0: oh accountability (laughs) accountability. what what, what is that (laughs) that all about
1: (laughs) so i had a mad rush of kids trying to turn their playing tests and everything but i mean they were all able to
0: kind of Made so a- you didn't have any finals to do either. Or- uh, a few, a couple. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> not gonna call yeah. names, but, yeah. uh, <laughs> but a few. It but was uh, uh, a nice. at our school. He called it the re- like a recovery final rather than a final final. Right. So it was a way to make up grades. Mm. Um, and again, yeah, we're, we're uh, I don't know how well we're we're training them for the future because when they get to college, they're not going to have this. Uh, light saver you know like they've had with us so
1: i believe this semester was a rude awakening and I've, yes. i want to be optimistic and say that second semester the accountability is going to be a little bit stronger let's hope let's hope
0: and let's hope that that uh that disease that a lot of people get it's not COVID; it's that senioritis
1: oh yes yeah. i've seen that since august yeah so, i
0: know already
1: right? oh, 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 oh. <laughs> totally well, see, yeah
0: so um well, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and your career. Kind of where you where you've been and what you've done. And then, like I said, there's a lot of accolades. Um, so yeah, we just wanted to get to know you a little bit. You're kind of like I said, mid career. Yes. Um, and so that's we we try to get different uh, a bunch of different people on the podcast that are young and have been teaching a long time, and you've been teaching a long time, but you're kind of midway, I guess.
1: So yeah, this is my 15th year of teaching. Uh-huh. It doesn't it doesn't really feel like it, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's I've been in there for 15 years. Loving every bit of it. Um, I started teaching at Camp Creek Middle School. It's still, I'm still in Fulton County. I'm actually a Fulton County baby. Ah, that's I to, right. I went to Ridgeview for middle school, and I went to Riverwood for high school. Okay. And uh, But started teaching in uh, Camp Creek.
0: So how does that feel uh, coming back to your alma mater? I mean, like... You taught it. You taught at another other school when you were in Miami too, a little yeah, bit, right? Or I, I
1: taught at the um, the Villa School of the Arts okay. in Jacksonville for a year. Okay, and just just knowing that I started in Fulton County and going to Jacksonville, it was just like it's nice and all, mm-hmm. but I want to come back home, right? So, but yeah, yeah. it was it was it was great. Uh, it was great to uh, have that experience there, but like I said, coming back to Fulton County, the the love as a student, the love was there from all of my teachers. Uh, at Ridgeview, Susie Stewart was my orchestra teacher, and then Miss April Pettis was there mm-hmm. at Riverwood. In Perry Holbrook, he was actually my uh, freshman okay. orchestra uh, teacher uh, at Riverwood. But just seeing the love and support that mm-hmm. they had. It yeah. gave us as uh, students, uh, it really encouraged me even more to come into the field. Yeah. I actually wanted to actually teach since second grade. So I knew I was going to be a teacher. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Uh, I just great. didn't know what to teach. So, uh, <laughs> if I wasn't a music teacher, I was definitely going to teach history. Okay. Yeah. So, um. But like I said, coming back to Fulton and just giving the same love and encouragement that I was given to my students, I was it, it had to happen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's one of the things I love about our district is uh, the camaraderie between the, the teachers. And right. it's not a competitive nature. You know, it's a uh, supportive and um, not every district is that way, so. No, no,
1: yeah, yeah that was just one thing. I, one thing I love about Fulton. I mean, just, just even this right here. Mm-hmm. Just being able to talk and just chit chat and uh, just getting pointers and support and help. I mean, Kim Grimes was my mentor. Yeah. Uh, my very first year, and I was going in there nervous, you know, trying to make things work, and she was just like. You're you can't take anything personal. You no. had to make sure that you're going in and you're just getting the job done. And I just really took those words to heart since then. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just been a breeze.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, and you have your uh, your bachelor's is from
1: uh, the Frost School of Music from the University of Miami. Miami, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my master's is from uh, Boston University in music education.
0: And did you do that one online, online distance? Okay, online. how was that?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's yeah. It's it's more work than people um believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're accountable for everything. You are the one who has to go to class, attend class, and yeah. be um be on top of everything.
0: Yeah, and there's yeah, you're not face to face, right? It's all just distance. No, yeah,
1: everything is one hundred percent.
0: Is it synchronous or asynchronous or a little uh, bit of both? It's a little bit of both. Okay, uh, we
1: did have lectures here and there, but for the most part, our uh, our assignments were all asynchronous wow okay oh, so when they said asynchronous so, i was like <laughs>
0: self-discipline <laughs> yes. right yeah, yes, had yeah. Had and what did you finish to. your master's when yeah
1: oh just recently oh uh, great yeah so yeah so i uh, got that taken care of um but um yeah it was it was a wild experience yeah and,
0: and then you just started a new a new job tell us uh yes. how, how that's going you moved. You're in, still in the same district in Fulton County, still but you're uh, here at Centennial.
1: Um, so I have been teaching middle school for 14 years. Uh-huh. So, so pretty much my whole uh, teaching career, I was teaching middle school. Um, re- most recently, my alma mater, Ridgeview Charter Middle School. Um, but recently, I took the position as a high school director at Centennial, and it's been great. It's it's been a experience in terms of really getting my mind off of the middle school beginning, uh, orchestra pedagogy. Life, yeah. Yes, yeah. And really honing in, into being musical in terms of just growing that feel for, um, students to become musical in, in, in their own worth. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, that has been really fun to do. Uh, it's just been really fun to see those aha moments. Still, I mean, you see those aha moments coming from the sixth grade babies, and right. just just the way they hold their bow and learning how the seeds of all, and seeing that aha moment versus um, a student learning vibrato and making it consistent, yeah, um, in in the ninth grade. Um, no classes, yeah. and that's just that's still aha moment that I love. It's to It's just see. a different level. Just a different level. Yeah, different yeah, level. and
0: maybe a little less crazy excitement than a middle schooler uh, would get, <laughs> right?
1: Yes, yeah, well, you have this kid; it's all, it's, they're just going mad wild. Yeah, and you no, know, the high school are kind of chill with it.
0: Yeah, so, what are some right. of the challenges that you faced uh, coming? You know, being a middle school specialist for your pretty much your whole career, now high school? Because there's a lot of people out there that are they're thinking like, oh, I, I maybe want to change jobs or maybe I want to move from middle school to high school. What are some of the things that y- you feel uh, have been challenges or things that you've had to consider?
1: The scheduling. Scheduling, oh. um, <laughs> believe it or not, yeah. um, I've, I was always kind of particular with everything, very structured with it. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas with high school, it's more flexible to build for at least for me Mm -hmm. and I had to get out of that whole, I had to rush everything and make sure that they have this and this under control. Whereas in high school it's just, I I can relax. Yeah. (laughs) I can really kind of sit down and, and, and be still Mm -hmm. and make sure that these, my students Actually, get something worth out of this class period. Mm-hmm. So, if anything, it's just scheduling for me. But other than that, uh, just the, the the turn has been fun. It's it's been really nice to adjust to.
0: Good, yeah, and um, just like a different different energy level, of course. You know? Yes. Uh, <laughs> do you have a Do you have a class early in the morning?
1: Oh my gosh, the first thing <laughs> in the morning, first thing in the morning is just my first class at eight ten. Mm-hmm. And now in middle school, we started at 8.40, almost 9 o'clock. So I was able to kind of sink in and get ready and... Zen out.
0: Now, are you a morning person? I am not. Okay. And then either are your students, I'm sure. No,
1: they are not. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's kind of like I have to put on my Academy Award winning act to make That's sure right. that uh, they see that I have the energy. But, you no, know, once once you kick in, it's high energy. And you're good. There. Yeah. yeah.
0: See, I'm a, I'm a very uh, morning person. See, yeah. I, extreme morning person. And so by the time I start teaching at 8, I've been up for four hours. I
1: can commend you. you. Know?
0: <laughs> and and uh, my kids, you know, woke up up 30 minutes before they had to report to school and so um it's it's a matter of me just uh trying to do some cartwheels to get them oh yeah get them going it's
1: it's it's an act
0: yeah 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 you got to put it on you know have
1: to um but they but they appreciate it they're not going to tell us yeah they're definitely not going to tell us but towards the end of the year or even further on in our lives they're gonna they're gonna say hey you you really put your best foot forward you made us care
0: you got to set that example you you know and uh there's a lot of days where we're tired or whatever but we uh we just go in and keep giving our 100 percent. and that's that's what it's all about and your students may not realize it like Uh -uh. you said right away but down the road you know you always get especially um you know some of the the freshmen who are just kind of out there and then after a while by the time they if they stick with you they would you know you hope everybody does. uh, By the time they get older, they start to, to to realize, like, Dr. Lux is, you know, he's really, he really does care about us. He really right. wants us to. You don't to, say. <laughs> you know, it's not just, uh, he's not just doing that because, you know, whatever. But, I tell
1: my kids, yeah. you might not like me now, and it's going to be okay because, you know, I don't take offense to it. But at the end of the day, you're going to see why I did or said what I said. Mm-hmm. And it's going to mean something. And, 100%. And to be honest, I've had former kids, former students tell me things that I said to them that they have really stuck to them. Mm-hmm. And um, again, that's that's what makes our profession so amazing. We yeah. just don't see we don't, unfortunately don't see the end product until later on. We are fortunate to see it, you know, in our faces, but it might take a few years where it's just like, wow, you no, know, we really do make a difference. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, and it's it's you know. Th- we don't do it to get the accolades from no. the students, but we do it because we care. But it's it's always nice to to hear them come back and say, "You really made a difference," you know. Right? Yeah, and it keeps me going. You know, it keeps me going. It's like you know, on the tough days or when you're tired or you know, there's something they we have to do, whether you know duty day or, uh, you know. M- proctoring tests or whatever it might be <laughs> you know we have all these other things other that we're things. required to do um that really helps just lock things in for me
1: i agree yeah i yeah. agree
0: yeah um so uh you're also you also perform you said a little bit uh you're doing some where, where are you performing Oh well uh,
1: I'm, I'm taking a break this year okay but uh i i am a member of the atlanta Symphony Community Orchestra, wonderful, uh, which is a really great uh, orchestra with uh, former musicians, current musicians in all fields, just playing some great work. And yeah, and um, you're a
0: viola player, I, yes. Okay, we won't nobody will hold that against you. No, <laughs> no, 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 viola players unite. <laughs> uh, yes, we, we will
1: unite. It's funny because I did start on violin in third grade, mm-hmm. did start on violin, um, but I saw the light. I saw yeah. the okay <laughs> <laughs> it's stuck to viola but yeah I'm a viola spy by, um by, my principal is viola yeah. and um again I've been, I've been i play around the city and everything. I do have a few church gigs this week. So cool. yeah, it's just mm-hmm. it's just really fun to still be able to perform yes. and put my profession to use. You know, not many many of our colleagues and friends can do that, but to right. be able to do what we do and love, it just, it, it makes life so much fun. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and I, I have, uh, I, I enjoy playing. I still enjoy playing. It's just, it's difficult. Like family, kids, Right. you know, this is our down, my downtime, um, from baseball that I, I coach in the spring mm-hmm. and the fall. And, um, you know, and I know it's a busy time for musicians and if, you know, someone calls me, I'll take it or I'll do it if I can. Right. But, uh, my priority right now is, is that and i can do this pretty easily on the side you know the podcast and some of the resources that i'm able to put up but um i i i think it's important if if you're a string player and you're teaching um that you continue to play and you continue to uh set that example and challenge yourself
1: absolutely absolutely Mm -hmm. speaking about challenge um my my weak area would be cello you know Mm -hmm. love it love love listening to him love attempting to play it but um I need to make sure that I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And and so, especially
0: the high the high school you yeah, have some higher level skills. And, I
1: mean, I have cellists who are amazing and they depend on me to know what I'm doing. Yeah. I can't just I can't fake it. <laughs> <laughs> so um like this uh this break coming up, I am getting with one of my Um, Colleague, Savie Anderson, Uh, she's a cellist. Yes, And She and she was she actually came up to me and she was like, "Hey, do you want to?" Hey, I've seen
0: you play cello. You (laughs) probably. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh oh, no, no kidding. That is true.
1: But um, (laughs) but um. she was asking me for viola because she wants to, you know, oh, learn about viola, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to like swap swap it out and things like that. Um, but I feel as though as a as a performer, as an educator, a lifelong learner, it's it's needed. I mean, mm-hmm. it's the challenge that I yeah. really want to you know get um get under my fingers. Yeah. Well, that's but, great. Yeah. I mean,
0: I I think um there are some teachers who just shut down, and they're like, "Well, I got my degrees, I'm done." You know, right. and um. You know, even with three degrees, I still, like, I I learned a whole bunch at Midwest. And I go to GMEA and ASTA, like, you know, we have to. to, Yeah, we have to do that. I mean, it's um,
1: there for us. There's just no excuse. I mean, with all that we have um, around us and and everything, we just have no excuse to not be lifelong learners. Right. And our students depend on us. They they depend on us to know what we're doing and why not why not engross ourselves with all this information and it gets
0: boring if if you know i mean i, I discovered at least maybe six or eight new pieces at midwest that have like i need to buy these See? Right. you know and um you know and i have repeated pieces before over the 26 years a few times but at the same time i, I always love discovering new pieces and uh, discovering you know how they're going to work with my groups and the challenges they pose and uh you know, all of that, just exploring. I
1: believe that's some of the best sessions that we have in these conferences is the music sessions, the music readings. It's just, mm-hmm. there's so much out there that, and you know, we have our standards. We have our composers sure. that we are, you know, in, indebted to. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to be able to sit and listen with an orchestra and hear the potential and what we can have in yeah. our groups those those music sessions. If you yeah. go to any any uh you know, conference, guys, please take advantage of those music sessions. They they're really
0: the reading sessions, the reading yeah. sessions. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the Midwest, for me, it's more about the concert. I like the clinics; they're great clinics there, right? Oh, but the yeah. concerts Absolutely. were exceptional. Um, particularly, a few groups. Uh, Bill Bitters' group was just uh, outstanding. For, from, yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Chills. Uh, and so you know that inspires me, and and you know, and I have a pretty decent group, and and oh. and I and I and I listened to that. I was like, oh my gosh, I have so much work to do. Challenges. You know, it's it's it, but it it keeps me going like it, and it and it challenges me to to try to get to that next level with my students. Um, you know, we're playing catch up this year, just like everybody's playing catch up. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's the uh, attention to detail that did not happen during uh, home learning. Um, Oh, yes, oh yes,
1: and you know, as directors, we are very about the detail, Mm -hmm. and that is just one thing that is that we're trying to kind of get back. I feel, Mm -hmm. like I said, I feel so second semester is going to be very. I'm going to be optimistic about second semester. Absolutely,
0: you know we have to be. Um, I'm excited for it. We have, um, you know, obviously our LGPE, which is mm-hmm. our uh, festival or contest or whatever you want to call it, uh, in February and or in March, depending on when you're going. And then um, uh, we do a, we're doing a, a trip to Washington D.C.
1: Mm. Yeah, and, we go um, to Universal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm having
0: a really hard time getting kids to uh, to attend the trip. And um, the numbers are lower than I ever would have thought, um, mm. you know, and maybe it's a special situation. Um, maybe it's COVID, maybe it's it, this or that, this or that, but um, so that, that has been challenging. Uh, and then we're doing a spring concert. We do a pops concert. We do a senior showcase and um, I'm guessing we'll play graduation again. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it it's a, it's a lot in this semester, but, uh, and we're also doing a, uh, like a small groups and solo unit too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do some small ensembles and keep, try to keep that going and, Get the kids to understand, you know, how important that is to play in small groups. Because a lot of them, that's what they're going to be doing when they leave is, you know, finding some friends and playing. You know, maybe they'll get to to play in the community orchestra like you do. Yeah. But um, that's our that should be our goal is to keep keep kids playing. Oh, absolutely. Small groups are one of those ways.
1: Yeah, that's just one thing I really want to like embed in my students that the importance of playing. Uh, I feel as though that's the best way you can always get better by. Really, just practicing and getting out there, and um, and, and our students. I'm not sure about yours, but I know my students, kind of suffer from anxiety, mm-hmm. and just being out there and ex and just kind of, um. Throwing themselves out there and being exposed, mm-hmm. and the best way for them to do that is to continuously have your students uh, play, play in front of each other, play in front of a group outside of the school. I mean, it's just really going to encourage your students to uh, understand the importance of of performing because that's what that's we are in, we are performance based class, mm-hmm. and that's what they have to do. So why not? Yeah, have them perform. On a continuous basis
0: there's been a lot of uh, people looking at um, using recording as a means of live performance preparation Um, and i know we all you know most of us have recorded our groups and we listen back Mm -hmm. but this is a a more of um even recording in a way that um a a studio or a rock band or whoever might might record and and that is uh, individual parts click tracks and things like that to help kind of prepare them um for just getting their notes learned and things, and, and, and then when you record yourself, you're kind of maybe your own, you know, most harsh critic, too. Right. Oh, yes. And so um, preparing recordings before you ever perform anything, because we always record our concerts, but the kids are always like, oh, I don't like how that sounds. I was like, well, maybe we should do more more recording Prior to, mm-hmm. and uh, even uh, if we did sections, and I, I have the ability to do all that kind of like multi track kind of stuff too, but um, just to have that over and over and over in that kind of drill um, and then obviously there's a component of watching the conductor involving following in a, in a live setting and having that flex and uh, mm-hmm. tempo and dynamic balance and all that kind of stuff that, it's
1: a good reminder yeah it's th- those recordings I, I, I've done them forever in all um, in both middle school and high school and when they when you press play, play and they hear themselves for the first time it's like oh yeah they don't realize <laughs> they
0: know. you know um and I think it goes both ways, both, you know, on the positive side and the constructive oh, absolutely. side. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah, it, it's it's an encourager booster as well as, you know, something that they take pride of um, at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I know we ha- we don't have a ton of concurrent listeners, but maybe there's someone or if you're out there, <laughs> you want to uh, call in uh, and, and ask uh, Jesse questions or just, you know, share your feelings a little bit, what's going on. I'm going to go ahead and put our number out there at 678-901-9035. Again, 678-901-9035. It's on the screen there. If you're listening on YouTube right now, um, feel free to call in. We can take your calls, um, and chat with you, but, um, until we get one, we'll just keep going, yes. but I, I have it up there and it's, it's going through, um, it's on the screen there again, 678 678- uh what is it 678 sorry six, seven, eight, nine, zero, one, nine, zero, three, five. i don't really have it memorized yet i need to to get that going but um so anyways uh and then uh so what are some of the the things that you're going to be uh working on second semester particularly um you know are you do you have new technique goals or what are some of the things that you're going to really focus on
1: i am that's very good you're not I'm even sure thinking not, about that it's, it's winter
0: break <laughs> Charles, what are you? What are you talking about? I'm not even thinking about that hey, right I'm now. About, it's winter well, I'm break. Have a lunch, the future, no?
1: but uh, but no, I I really want to get back into the um, basics of basics. Mm-hmm. Um, just la- we all know last year was a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> Every sense of the word. It was just to, to put it lightly. Yeah, yeah, put it lightly. But um, just getting back into learning basic. Music fundamentals, I believe that's what we, I feel as though we are all doing right now. Mm -hmm. Because um, I tell my students, whether it was middle school or high school, uh, beginner or mastery, you you want to create music. And in order for that to happen, you have to know the basics. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a firm believer of that. Um, So just kind of cleaning up things that were... Taught, not taught, taught incorrectly, taught um, the best that we could. Mm-hmm. Um, just really making sure that I am continuously kind of um, making sure that they, they know and see those things in, their, in a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point of co- correcting bow posture and making sure those uh, those lines are really uh, you know, connected. Just mm-hmm. things like that. Just really making sure that those things are, um, are are embedded into our young musicians, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, in order for them to create really great music, uh, they had to know that stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. I my my big focus, I think, uh, and uh, intonation is always a big focus oh, of mine. And tone, uh, those are the two, the big ones. And I tell my students, I said, if you play with a great tone and you play in tune. No matter what, you're pretty much going to sound fine. You're right. going to sound good, and everybody around you is going to think you sound good. Now, mm-hmm. maybe you're not, you know, 100% together exactly, exactly. But if generally, if you're playing with a good tone and in, in, in tune, you're going to sound good. Then, and, and that for me, that's 80% of of everything. And so yeah. for, uh, and and I think uh, students have, um, a little bit uh, lost the ability to, uh. I don't know, play play in tune, you know, just decipher pitch and listen and adjust. And so we're going to be working a lot on that. And going um, gets me one of my big focuses and just refining tone production. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think uh, tone and intonation are going to be some of my, my biggest, biggest things there.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. And counting, believe it or not, counting for me is just the the importance of keeping a knowing knowing rhythm, knowing cutoffs and things like mm-hmm. that. Being really precise. Uh, rhythm is, is to me is, is is important as well. Um, you know, having great tone and, and, and intonation. Mm-hmm. I love that. Being able to and putting that all together with the rhythm, just that's just your your that's, your, that's your meat, potatoes. Yes. Just, yeah, or
0: your tofu, tofu if you're vegetarian, <laughs> <Yes>. right? <laughs> but it's 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 the the core. The core. Of what we do. It has,
1: yeah, because yeah, everything else, the musicality of it all, you mm-hmm. can't have that if you can't count the four. I'm mean, mm-hmm. just saying.
0: What are some of the um, things that you see in in the profession? Um, some of the 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 awesome things going on, or some of the challenges that maybe you see? Do you see any trends or um anything that you can think of that kind of making you think or
1: i love this new acceptance of technology in the past um growing well just getting starting my profession i, I me included i would kind of steer away from technology and just kind of stay quote-unquote old school
0: did you you so you fought it kind of i, I did uh-huh. i tried
1: <laughs> and
0: um I, I think covid kind of make you it,
1: it, it was like look jesse you're gonna either do this or you're gonna you, you're gonna do this which one is it yeah yeah <laughs> was like, there was no I'll option really <laughs> really you know and um but it's it was a awakening mm-hmm. i really appreciate everything in terms of um but what, what technology had to offer and just the small things like the 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 orchestras, the, the the online orchestras that I saw throughout uh, last year and this year, oh, the virtual, the virtual, yeah, 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 those virtual mm-hmm. orchestras, those they were amazing. And just, I would never have thought back in like 2007 that this was even going to be a thing.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think anybody thought any of this was going <laughs> to be a thing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but
1: just, where we are again, yeah. the acceptance uh-huh. and just like the the software, the resources, mm-hmm. every just. uh,
0: It was almost overwhelming, honestly, you know, it was like, well, you can use this, 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 and this. for
1: someone like me who really didn't accept technology and to have this kind of like thrown at me, I appreciate it. (laughs) I was not dodging whatsoever. I was just kind of like making sure I, I kind of grabbed everything that I could.
0: But you have skills now you have some technology a, a, a skills bit, yeah. okay well you have more than you had before more
1: than i had before that's for sure that's so good that's one trend that i really uh like seeing that most of our colleagues are are almost by no choice accepting mm-hmm.
0: you yeah. know mm-hmm. i know a lot of people have kind of turned into technology people now because of what they've had to do mm-hmm. and i was kind mm-hmm. of a technology person before and i and i find myself now um, not fighting the technology but just like i i need to i need to go i, I can't wait to just work with my kids without te- any technology and there's certain things they rely on you know like my uh my harmony director keyboard i can't mm-hmm. i can't go without that um we use it all the time but um you know and in, in the metronome obviously but you know just the baton in hand on the podium and here we go and let's use our ears and our eyes uh, there was nothing like that right
1: yeah. but you see there's importance in both of those things you know right. Um, it's just, it's just being able to merge them together. I just find, I just find that really great Mm -hmm. to be able to do both and not just depend on one or the other. Mm-hmm. So, like I say, it was a rude awakening. But yeah. Yeah. I'm accepting it.
0: <laughs> well, good. Good. Yeah. And I, you know, it's interesting to see where we're going to be going um, moving forward. And, you know, um, with, you know, there's obviously going to, there's a new variant coming out. There's more yeah, more stuff going to happen. Uh, let's see how it impacts us. But for now, I just take it one day at a time. And, you have you to. Know.
1: I mean, I just feel as though um, being able to see my kids in person this year it just. It's great. Yeah. Well, on top of being in the new school and everything, it was just kind of an adventure as it is. But yep. just being able to create music and see them, it, it really meant a lot to me. Because, yeah, like sure. I said, last year, was, it was a lot to kind of try to make things work, yeah. quote-unquote, normally. Did you
0: have a lot of students face-to-face last year?
1: No. Yeah. I, mean, I think my smallest—no, my biggest group last year was— 12 okay yeah and usually like in years past i've had like 42
0: right 50 yeah.
1: something kids in the room which you know we are used to yeah um but yeah and my smallest group was two
0: yeah and i i had i had a class with one for the first semester mm. it was really awkward it, um, <laughs> I've talked about that before but <laughs> um but yeah so it was just like you said a a, a treat for everybody to be there and you know, people ask you how it's going. Some people are still complaining about things, and and I was like, we can't complain at we this point. We can't at you know? this
1: point. I mean, I just feel so. Uh, there was just so much to complain about last year, that this year we we're just in a different place. I mean, probably not where we have been in the past for sure, mm-hmm. but um, just it's just totally different.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, um, this has been. Just um, awesome chatting with you, and um you know getting to know you a little bit better again even more i'm looking forward to just continuing that as we you know have events together at school and whatever Absolutely. and um, but i'm excited for you in, in your new position and uh glad that you're closer and um <laughs> You know, uh, are you going to be uh, GMEA? Oh yes, yeah. GMEA is the end of January for us here in Georgia, and then how about ASTA? I am going
1: to be ASTA in Atlanta this year, right? Yes, it's uh, it's right down the God, road the for street. us. Oh, so, oh my goodness. so. Um,
0: looking forward to that. Um, we have uh, a, a, doing a, two sessions at GMEA and a session with David Eccles at ASTA. So we're just going to have. I and a great kind of time. Yes. 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 Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's nice that it's close, but I'm looking forward to seeing uh, some of the folks that weren't able to make it to Midwest out um, at ASTA this year. Um, and if you haven't registered, it's still open. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this is awesome. Um, I'm really excited to announce I am uh, only a few subscribers away on the YouTube channel here from 2,000 subscribers, which is pretty cool uh, for... Uh, a boring orchestra channel (laughs) (laughs) well you know it's not gaming channel or anything like that but um it's been really cool just to see the growth and and i'm getting lots of great feedback on on some of the podcasts and some of the videos and so i appreciate all your support out there um there's a link in the description of the video if you want to support orchestra teacher podcast um you can do so for as little as 99 cents a month uh if you're enjoying it um Uh, As Jesse's witnessing right now, I have lots of really great equipment here trying to give you guys a uh, good experience. And so uh, any support, of course, is appreciated. But I do this because I love it. Um, I do this because I enjoy meeting people and learning from them and sharing what we do with all of you out there that are listening. So thank you guys for supporting. Um, I'm not sure if we'll have any more podcasts in 2021. But uh, Jesse, thanks for being here.
1: Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. It's Absolutely.
0: Well, um, we're going to sign off here. And uh, it, like I said, it's just been a wonderful year and uh, really excited about where things are going. So I hope you all have a great winter break and we will see you all soon. Thank you for listening. For additional resources and more information, please visit the Orchestra Teacher website at www.orchestrateacher.net.